looking back on my engagement as I did uh, at the end of our um, last podcast, I know I could have handled it a lot better and chosen better words and been more caring than the way it did end up ending. But hey, I was 22. I was just more worried about me than anybody else. After the breakup, I went back to a normal life. Uh, my ex-fiance had given me an engagement ring, which I proceeded to go to cash converters to uh, hock it to get some money. But because at the time, the ounce of gold price was low, all I got for it was a price uh, worth it was a can of Coke, which went down well, actually. Um, I, I had another mate moved in. Uh, so we could help pay the rent. So it was three, but uh, three guys in this bachelor pad at Warrington. Uh, so what could go wrong, right? I remember one incredible night. Us lads had a night out at the trots with a surprising ending. It was Thursday night, and we all went to the trots. One of my mates, say mate A. Brought along his niece. And uh, towards the end of the night, uh, it was the last race meeting. We were all getting low on money, and my mate B, who's a bit of a betting expert, that told us to put our last money on an outsider, a roughie, at long odds called Troy Warwick, who surprisingly came from behind and one. Boy, did we clean up. Mate A decided to take his niece home while mate B and I went across the road to the Leagues Club to spend our winnings. We started upstairs in the cocktail lounge area with four Strongbow Whites. They were about 8% alcohol back then. With four black Zambuka Chasers. And then off downstairs to the Reactor 1 uh, disco and that's when the night really started pumping happy hour came around where drinks were half price mate B brought a jug of bourbon and coke with about 12 nips myself I have bought an ouzo and lemonade about 12 nips and we drank drunks and beer in between the two happy hours that night around 2am I think it was that night my mate B decided to go home and I was going to stay a bit longer with the ladies, but at the last minute, I decided I'd best go with him. In the taxi, we went, only to be dropped off at the, on, the wrong, at, on the wrong side of the train tracks. Being annoyed, we just got out, paid the money, and we headed towards the stairs to cross the tracks. With us being too drunk to walk up the stairs, I decided... I would walk across the tracks, but my mate, who was six foot two, was incapable of doing that. So I jumped down on the tracks. I grabbed my mate B over my shoulder and carried him across the tracks to the other side. I still don't, I still don't know how I did it to this day. But as I held mate B up to the platform, I jumped up. 
and then a freight train came hurtling past. I scared the shit out of me. Someone upstairs must be watching over us that, that night. In the morning, my mate A knocked on my door to show me mate B had fallen over in the little hallway after leaving the bathroom, underwear around his ankles, and that's where he slept all night. That was the only time I took a sickie from, from work, uh, from drinking the night before. But in December the 5th, 1992, six weeks after I broke up with my fiance, this is where my life would change for the better. That brings us to the end of another podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, be kind to yourself.